So, are you ready to record this most excellent episode? This will be a most triumphant podcast. Zan? Whoa. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Dudes! You guys are going to make a most excellent podcast. Yeah! You're going to view the most excellent movie in history. But we got to warn you first. Who are you guys? We are you, dudes! No way. No way. Best way, Belle! Look, we know how you feel. We didn't believe it either when we were you, and you us said what we us are saying right now. Yeah, we gotta tell you that this podcast contains very heinous profanity. Most excellent situations. Dudes from history. Not, not, not heinous telephone booths. Rufus. And Wild Stallions! Wait, if you guys are really us, what number are we thinking about right now? 69, dudes! Whoa! Look, dudes, we gotta run. Yeah, we gotta get back to the podcast. And remember, dudes, listener discretion is advised. Whoa. Like episode four. Strange things afoot at the Circle K. Hello and welcome to a most triumphant episode of the Spyrokin Movie Review. I am your excellent host, Zan Biaka. And I am Belle Belsafina Chan. And together we are the Spyrokin Movie Review. <laughs> <laughs> what? Either way, hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Movie Review. I am your host, Zan. And I am Belchan. Hello. And as you can guess, we're going to be reviewing a most excellent episode in this episode. And for those who don't know, Spirekin is the society that provides information and reviews about movies. It's our goal to make sure that you can find movies which are most excellent and awesome and review the most heinous and bogus movies like All About Steve. If you want to check us out, you can check us out at www.spirekin.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 206-350-8462. You can send us email at zan at spirekin.com or spirekin at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter under Spirekin. And if you have an Xbox Live account, you can play against us 
at Zan Spirekin. And if you really want to be an insane sociopath, you can check out our main podcast, the Spirekin Monger View, which is released every Wednesday as this is released every Sunday. So how are you doing, Belle? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. It's very boiling hot day, and the, the angry sun is burning me. Yeah, it's really hot. This is great weather. But the plus Summer. side, I have color. Well, I'm already colored, but now I'm even darker. <laughs> Just a little bit. And I am getting tanner as well, because I need some sun. I've been working indoors, but... Well, you're lucky. I work outdoors without an air conditioner in a metal box with glass. You work inside with air conditioning. And nice, crazy people. So how is the job going? Good? It's going good. It's going good. Just good? Okay, okay. It's all right. I don't really want to talk about it because of... Yes, obviously we're okay. not going to say because your job is very sensitive for things and you don't want this getting back to your job. Of course. Of course, of course. And well, so that's good. Now, this is your first episode on the Spirekin Movie Review, which is kind of cool. And since that's the reason, we decide to pick a very and most excellent movie for you to review because soon we're going to be implementing our gimmick for this series because unlike with the Spirekin Movie Review, which has the one, the only... This doesn't have that type of gimmick. We've been debating about things. We thought about the coin flip of manga, the dartboard of manga. We even thought about using... Well, to be honest with you, we thought about just getting a piece of one of those old... uh, What are they called? The I will spell purple and this is the... What is it? It looks like a... uh, You put two fingers in the piece of paper and you... It's a fortune teller? Oh, yeah, that they did in, like, elementary school. Yeah, make one of those with the movies. Like, say, how do you spell the movie? And I'm reviewing this this week, but that would be... Why not? It'd be too expensive to make all the paper because you have to make it over and over again. Or, actually, if I used a pencil, but that's too much work. So we're figuring Mm -hmm. out a gimmick. So next episode, we'll reveal a gimmick because we do have something which is kind of working out. We'll see what's going on. I have an an idea. Okay, what's your idea? Take a big dice... And then you put different uh, movies on it, like, like you know, like those, I don't know what you call it, quattro or something, sided dice, and you roll it on the floor. Oh, you mean like one of those dodecahedrons? The 12 Yeah, sided? then you, you put like some movies on there, switch it up every week, roll it on the floor, and then you pick which movie it is, and then there you go, that's it. And you could call it the I... uh, dice of uh, movies, or I don't know, <laughs> something like that. You? You? You're... Well, yes, you see, that, the gears I, are going into my head. I'm a, you know. I see, I see, I, see, I can see it. If you guys like it, send us an email. Spirekin at gmail.com, because I think it's a good idea. But since we've been talking for maybe five minutes or so, give or take, and we when we had a talk with our future selves, and he needs to get a shave. Future Zan needs a definite shave. He's not looking good. It's also a little tubby. Gotta lose some weight. Gotta start doing push ups and sit ups. Well, don't worry about that right now. I can worry you about are fine. that. I'm I got it. Anyway, it doesn't matter because we are here for a specific reason and that reason is to review most excellent movie that has inspired people to be not stoner idiot people, well, whatever it is. And well, it was directed by Stephen Herrick. And it was written by some guy named Chris Matherson and another guy named Ed Solomon. Sounds like Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan <laughs> Theater. And, well, starring, well... Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, and George Carlin. Well, God rest his soul, or wherever the hell he is, because George Carlin was the man, and he made this movie, in my opinion. 
And this movie, which came out in February 1989, is... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! Excellent! <laughs> yes, this movie is something which has spanned time, and people could say it was a pretty successful movie because it was budgeted for like $10 million and made triple that. So it was a pretty good movie. And it was just something which a lot of people were into back in the day. And if you have a chance to watch it, it's a pretty cool movie. Because it is science fiction, adventure, buddy comedy, and even you could say it's a time travel movie. And it's, well, it's a little unusual. And so, what's it about, Belle? Well, it's about these two guys who are friends. And they're trying to form a band called the Wild Stallions. No way! And, well, they're basically in high school, you know, trying to get by... But, you know, they can't seem to pass their history exam because... Well, they're complete and utter morons. I mean, when they say, who's Julius Caesar? Who, or who's Socrates? Or when, they, when someone asks them, is, who is Joan of Arc? Noah's wife? <laughs> they are completely... Well, they're not stupid, but they are not... They, not the smartest people in the bunch. I don't think they'd even pass Metal Shop, to be honest with you. And you're probably wondering, well, what is this movie about them for? But the, I mean, I'm just saying that that's what goes with their charm. They, uh, they'll surprise you in the end. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> naive and just kind of, they have that innocent charm to them. Because yeah, they're not bad yeah. people. They're just kind of kids who have very lofty goals. And the two of them, which is Bill S. Preston Esquire. And Ted Theodore Logan. Both played excellently by Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. They have that innocent kid charm. Yeah, they have the... It's something, something very, like, friendly and makes you want to give them a hug. Well, I don't want to give either <laughs> of them a hug. I'd want to punch one of them in the face. But, again, that's new here or there. But I like the costume design that they have because I like the vest he has because I still want to rock the vest. People think I'm insane. But, getting off topic. So you're probably wondering at this point, well, if it's about two stoners, well, how's an excellent adventure? It is an excellent adventure because... These guys are important in the grand scheme of things. At this point, when you're seeing them, it's they're in high school, they're like juniors maybe, or sophomores. But in the future, their band, Wild Stallion, is going to unite the cosmos and make things better. Making water clean, air clean, dirt clean, make mini golf scores way low while baseball scores really high, and make the world a great place. And where they're at right now, this is a very crucial point, because if they fuck up this history exam... They're going to be thrown apart, and all this stuff that happens in the future, all this good stuff, is not going to happen. With that wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey-esque thing. Stuff. Exactly. So, the most important guys in the future, and yes, that is their name in the credits, they've decided to send Rufus, played by George Carlin... Greetings, my excellent friend. To the past to help these guys pass their history exam yes using a very cool time machine and they've even actually admitted they stole it from certain tv shows which i happen to like <sighs> but it's a pretty cool time machine because it's a phone booth yeah yeah well first it's, well first it's not a phone booth it's a crystal thing which looks like a well a feminine aid in my opinion but could be wrong oh are you talking about like from far away looks like a yeah Oh, and then the... Okay, I'm not going to mention anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just you're, before... you're with women in the room, so... Alright, okay, I'll be quiet. I'll be good, I'll be good. 
I'll be fine with this. But my point is that because of what they've done in the future, which is they're going to, well, they've sent Rufus to the past to help them out. Hopefully things will get better and pretty cool. Meanwhile, in present time, Bill and Ted are being further harassed by Ted's very authoritative and evil father. Yes. He threatens him. He's going to send him to Oates Military Academy, where he'll become... A man's man in Alaska, because he's wasting his life joining that stupid sissy band. And he's the only real antagonist in the movie, I think. Well, yeah, I guess I think you're right. I mean, unless you count the history teacher who's like, look, I like you guys, and you guys are smart, but you gotta pass the history exam, and if you don't, I'm gonna have to fail you. Yeah, there's not really a villain in this, the first one. I know there's one in the second one, but not the first one's not. We will not speak of the second movie. It does not exist, in my opinion. (laughs) I happen to like the second movie. But but we're getting it way ahead of ourselves. Or are we going back in time? Because this is a time travel movie. So what happens is after Bill and Ted get ready to study for their exam and learn many interesting things like that George Washington was the dollar bill guy. From the Hall of Presidents? Yes, in Disney and also that Genghis Khan ruled China. The Mongols. Something like that. I don't really write it down the notes. I should have, but I did it. Or who Frood was. Yep, Frood. Or Socrates. Or or Billy the Kid or any of these other people. They don't know. And so they're studying in Bill's bedroom. And then Bill's stepmother, and I use that term loosely because she's only like two years older than Bill, and Bill's father proceeds to kick them out of Bill's room to engage in certain acts in a very funny scene. It's like, dude, your stepmom and dad are totally making it in your bedroom. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> Do you remember when she was a senior and we were freshmen? Like, Shut up, Ted. <laughs> I totally asked her out to prom. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Sick but funny, too. So they end up at this place called the Circle K, and they're harassing <laughs> patrons on knowledge. The Circle K, which is that uh, Quickie Mart or something? It's like a generic Quickie Mart in San Dimas, California. And as they're chilling out, trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do and studying in the parking lot... Suddenly... Lightning appears, and the phone booth just... <laughs> lands right in front of them, and... they suddenly like, what the... Whoa... Like, whoa, <laughs> and... Ted is like... Ted is like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and as they're, as they're there, the thing opens up, and you see Rufus come out, and he says... Bill S. Preston, Esquire, Ted Theodore Logan. Hello, my most excellent friends. And as opposed to them being like, the hell are you, how do you know our name? They're like, do you know when the Mongols ruled China? (laughs) And Rufus is like, why don't we find out? And he takes them to the past to ancient France, when Napoleon was trying to take over. As they're there, Napoleon decides to attack them, and he ends up getting dragged along, and they now have the opportunity to go back and forth through time and find out all the information they can by actually interacting, which is actually a little bit more cool than after actually uh, um, reading about it. Because this way they'll learn more. Because yeah. they don't seem like they're book learning smart, but they could learn through experience. Yeah, I know what you mean. And so they're going to be bouncing through time, trying to find out what's going on. And the one thing that Rufus says, which is really important, is that the time in San Dimas is going to be the same no matter what. So th- they have to get back 
in time for the exam. They can't miss that time. Mm -hmm. Even though I call shenanigans on this because they're in a fucking time machine, they could have been there. And, oh, completely forgot. What convinced them that Rufus was legit was that they met their future, the, the future us's. Yes, the, the future, future us's. us's that talks to you us's about what we us's are saying right now. Yes, the... <laughs> but I think what's so funny about the movie is just that they're kind of like thrown into the past, you know, like the history, and the people from the history are thrown into the future, like that whole mall scene where they're just running around going crazy doing... Yeah, they pretty much kidnap a bunch of historical figures and take them to the present to do the exam, and they're going to return them, and they unleash havoc among the present. And it's pretty funny, because there's not much else. Like, Napoleon ends up getting lost, and he ends up... In a water park, the Waterloo, and like starts sliding down. All the slides, pushes the kid aside, it's like, Avante! <laughs> yes, Avante! And he's crazy, and then, meanwhile, Billy the Kid ends up hitting on girls and saying, I'm famous! Pulls out his wanted poster. <laughs> so and he becomes buddy-buddy with Socrates, who they call Socrates. So funny. Oh. And then Freud, Freud, who... I'm saying Freud now. Freud, who starts hitting on the girls. He's, and then they're like, oh, you're a geek! And then you see Socrates look at him, he's speaking only Greek, and he goes, ah, geek! <laughs> Walks away. Very true, because they collect a very sort of group of people, which are yeah. Sigmund Freud, Beethoven, yeah. Genghis Khan, Joan of Arc, and Abraham Lincoln. And they kind of just go completely crazy, collect them, and then from there, shenanigans, shenanigans ensue. <laughs> the question is, will they be able to get to their report on time? Will they be able to fix the time machine if it gets destroyed? I'm sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please check your directory and dial again. Oh, no. Party on, dude. You gotta watch to find out. One more thing about it. That whole thing. They have this whole thing, which is sort of like a, a plot hole if you think about it, but like they're in the um, in the police station because they got arrested, you know, by the dad. And then they're saying, oh, you know what we have to do? We have to go back in time to do, to plant the huge garbage can to land on us. And they, yeah, they're they saying stuff that's going to happen in the future, but they don't do it. Well, we don't and know if they don't like, do it. They say in the future we have to remember to go back in time yeah. and do this. And it's just kind of a running joke. In the yeah. It's ten minutes of them being like, okay, we got to go back in the past and put this note here for us <laughs> so we know to duck at this second. And then we got to go back in the past to plant the keys, which I stole from my dad here. And then I got to, it's like, okay. It's not the, the real big plot hole. The only plot hole I have is, and this is spoiler because this movie is over, 10 years old and I can spoil the fuck out of it as I want is that in the climax of the movie the end of the movie they get to their history report and it's a very long production that's awesome that as you can guess they are not going to be separated because they are Bill and Ted and Wild Stallions and what happens is that you see all they go through every single one of the characters and they go through deep in depth things like they have Freud analyzes Ted and then he looks at Bill and he's like, you want to sit down? Bill's like, no, 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 I just got a minor Oedipal complex. <laughs> and then they talk to Billy the Kid and they talk to Beethoven, have him play some music, and they have Genghis Khan attack someone. Yeah, and fighting Napoleon doing the... Yeah, he's planning out a meeting and they're like, say, this isn't going to work. He goes, ah! <laughs> just smacks the table across the room. But the point is, at the end of it, they say, it's been seven minutes. Bullshit! If they said it was a 15-minute presentation, I would have bought it. I mean, they said 15, they said 7 minutes, I say bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
something. Yeah, an hour would have been more <laughs> feasible, but they say, oh, it's seven minutes. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And that's one of the things that just, it's stupid, and but I nitpick it. You know, but I think nothing could really go wrong, because this is like, it's supposed to be comedy, and all this ridiculous stuff is happening, and it's not supposed to make any sense, really. Yeah, it's a kid's <laughs> movie. It is a teenage kid's movie, a young adult movie, because these are just a bunch of metalhead slackers who are traveling through time, just in order to get a bunch of people to get their high school history project done and make it work awesome. And Zan, would you call this a period piece? No. <laughs> Even though it does have going through time, it is not a period piece. It does have some interesting stuff, but there's a lot of BS, you could say, like the fact that everyone knows every language. It's like they're speaking to Genghis Khan in English and he understands. Yeah. All part of the ridiculousness. Oh. One, one part of the movie that I thought was just really funny is when they meet the mom and he's like, Oh, this is our friend, Mr. Sigmund Freud, Mr. Genghis, you know, like, like he was. They, make they were them, making up their names. I don't really remember what they said, but they were making. Yeah, they make up all these random <laughs> names. He's like chuckles the kid. And you're like, come on. Well, Misty, the stepmom, seemed like a freaking airhead. So. Oh, your friends are coming. They were completely and utterly retarded. But movie overall is enjoyable. In my opinion, it's okay, not great. It's worth watching on DVD and or theater once. That's why I give this as my rating, which is the middle ground. It's pretty good. It's not great. It's memorable, but it's kind of, well, it's Keanu Reeves' first real movie, and it's something which just is fun to watch if you're just bored as, well, anything. Well, I would give it a good rating. I mean... Out of our five-point rating, what would you give it? I would give it pretty good, like, just because... I think I liked it even more watching it now than before. So you'd, you'd say, uh, ask multiple friends to buy you it. That's the rating. It's ask multiple friends to buy you a copy of this, and whoever gives you the best copy, you keep it. The rest of them you trade in for the goods and services of your choice. I really liked it. I thought it was fun. I mean, I thought it was a fun movie. I thought, I thought it was funny, and I liked it. I liked it. I would give it two thumbs up. Oh, it's a... <laughs> Well, supposedly, it's just supposed to be more interesting, and the fact is, originally, they were supposed to actually have uh, three guys. It was Bill and Ted and a guy named Ed, or Bob or something. They really? dropped them. I don't know. It might have been more... I didn't know that. might have been more interesting. It's the reason why is that Chris Matherson and Ed Solomon were, like, best friends, and they are Bill and Ted. That's how <laughs> they were when they were kids, so it's kind of... They're the personifications of them, so it's pretty intriguing. What's funny is that when... We're watching the movie, you can't help but talk like them sometimes. You cannot talk like the most excellent Bill S. Preston Esquire. Let's reach out and touch someone. It was the most, a most excellent movie, you have to agree. But still, I call shenanigans on that, and also the time traveling being tar. It's a. Sorry, it's not a police box, it's a telephone booth. Hey, what about those 80s graphics when they're uh, time-traveling? 80s-tastic! <laughs> that was kind of funny, and they're all piling into the, the phone booth. Yeah, at one that point they cool. have, because a phone booth, if, you, if you've ever seen a phone booth, most of you, you don't even know what the hell a phone booth is. <laughs> but for those of you who remember phone booths, you could probably fit roughly four people who are thin, maybe. <laughs> they fit ten people in a phone booth, and it's so bad they actually can't close the door, and they're all like kind of hanging out. 
of the thing riding it almost. I think that they didn't even uh, show some of the people. It's just like they all squeezed in into the thing. Maybe they should have had the original because originally the time machine was supposed to be a Chevy, a van, like a porno van. But that's a that would be too Back to the Future though. Yeah, that's probably why. So then yeah. they say, let's just do the telephone booth and. Then I still say telephone booth shenanigans from... They're going to rip off something anyway. I mean, they should just use a cardboard uh, box like that movie, The Box. <laughs> I think it was funnier with the, t- the phone phone booth. Just because mm. they can't fit everyone in there, but it looks like they did. Yeah. <laughs> it is a weird... And there is a sequel to this movie, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I personally think it is a poorly made movie, but... I thought it was funny. I don't know. I like any movie that can make me laugh. They also were supposed to make a third sequel, but they decided to say, fuck it, and they scrapped it, and they made a different movie. A movie with Pauly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. Oh, that's why they didn't make the, the third sequel? Because of Bi- Biodome? Well, they, Biodome? Alex Winters wanted to just direct, and, well, uh, Keanu is going on to better and cooler things, like playing a movie with Patrick Swayze, where Patrick Swayze gets shot in the ass. A very good movie with surfers and Gary Busey being Gary Busey. Point break. Very cool movie, one of my personal favorites. But, overall, most excellent movie, but not totally awesome excellent. It was pretty excellent, in my opinion, and you thought it was the most excellent movie of all time. I don't think it's the most excellent movie of all time, but I do think it was a pretty excellent movie. Now, was it the best and most excellent movie of Ted Theodore Logan's career? I think it will be one that he is known for. Well, he actually hates the movie. Well, I could see him hating the movie because that was what he was first known for and it was kind of, he didn't want to be typecast, I guess. But I think he appreciates it In retrospect? Yeah, I think he appreciates it more now because I I heard him in an interview talking about how he liked the character and that the guy, you know, Bill and Ted are both, like, lovable characters. I still see him as Ted, no matter what movie, because he still... That, that is who he is, because no matter what movie. Point Break. Whoa. <laughs> the Matrix. Whoa. Whoa. Devil's Advocate. Whoa. That one movie where he's a cop. Whoa. Constantine. <laughs> whoa. He doesn't say whoa in every movie. Yeah, he does. Walk in the Clouds. He did. No way. He says walk in the clouds. He says, whoa, I guarantee it. <laughs> No. I will bet you this whisper bar, which I've found, which is disgusting and gross. Well, that's why in the, in the awards, he says, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to say it. Not. Oh, that's a different movie. That's the PCU podcast. I was going to get into that whole rant. But, so it was a pretty good movie, yeah. I think. I think this review went pretty well. Yeah. We have a lot of other movies we're going to be doing, and you'll be coming back again. I think next one you're coming back for is... Well, we'll see what happens with our gimmick, which we'll reveal next week. So you may come in next week, or after next week, or in three weeks, or maybe Bravo! We will see. And, uh... So, Zan, did you think this was a most excellent podcast? Most definitely! It was not, not, not heinous. Excellent! Excellent. This has been a most excellent adventure. So, with that in mind... This is your most excellent co-host, Bell-Chan, and my favorite quote is... Party on, dudes! And this is your totally awesome host, Zan, with my favorite quote from the movie... Be excellent to each other. That's it for this episode of the Sparky Movie Review. As usual, we are Gonsville.
Catch you later, Bill and Ted.